Peace, Harry. How do you say may Allah reward you in Arabic for a female? If she answers this, um. In Arabic, may Allah reward you as. Faluka fi The fact that you asked Siri, okay? I'm just questioning <laughs> you as a person. Well, I like, instead of going to Google and typing, she asked, she like asked you, like, hey Siri. I'll be like, hey Siri. Um, editing it. <laughs> you became super shy. I literally just hit the record button and I'm you started cringing. Kind of attention. <laughs> <laughs> no one sees you. <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> uh, are you oh ready God, to start? This is so awkward. <laughs> are you ready to start? Let's do this. Let's do this. Cute intro music. No, 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 no. We don't have intro. Oh no, no, it's like, right? So I have with me here Zanira Genkin, who happens to be Ikran's sister. Um, what we wanted to do was, so we released an episode recently on Ramadan goals. It was like a more sort of what we plan to do for Ramadan and like if we've accomplished our goals. So I'm saying, I'm talking as if I was in the episode, this is a makhair, but unfortunately I wasn't in the episode. I was edited out only because I was recording from the UAE and due to technical difficulties, um, my audio didn't work. What are you trying to say about the UAE? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm going to just let you all guess what I'm trying to say. All I'm going to say is it wasn't even the UAE's fault. It was my <laughs> it fault. It was your fault. Exactly. It was my fault. It was my fault. So basically, I was recording um, from the UAE. They were recording in Toronto. Technical difficulties. My audio didn't work. And then it ended up that they had to like edit all my parts out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wasn't in the episode. So, yeah. But that's okay. I mean, you know, life happened and... I mean, I was better. up 4 a.m. recording with them because for them it was 5 p.m. But, you know, yeah. what to do, what to do. Um, but we thought we'd talk a little bit about just like the Ramadan vibes, not goals, because they've covered that. So if you guys want to hear about, you know, Ramadan goals and so following through on mm-hmm. the goals that you make during Ramadan, check out the episode or the short before this one. I think mm-hmm. it's two shorts before. So we recently had our anniversary, anniversary, our two-year anniversary. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> and we have like this episode that came out with snippets of our old episodes and us sort of just talking about what it's been like the past two years. Yeah. Um, and then before that, we have the Ramadan goals episode. So check that out. This episode is more just about in Ramadan, you know, the culture, the customs, yeah. what happens, differences between different parts of the world. All of that good stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's me, Umkhar. Zanira uh, here. So should we start uh, yeah. start with talking about, like, the difference since, obviously, you live in Toronto. Yeah. I'm here in the UAE. Yeah. There's a difference. There is a big difference. So fasting in a Muslim country and yeah. fasting in a non-Muslim country. Yeah. Pros and cons, obviously. I don't think there are much pros in a non-Muslim Where? country. In a non-Muslim country? Um, Wallahi, it's, so diff- it's super difficult. Only because... The people around you don't understand how hard it can be. So, like, if you're working or if you're in school, they expect you to basically um, work normally as if you're eating lunch, breakfast, and dinner, Mm -hmm. right? But they don't understand. I guess they know we're fasting, but they just don't understand that our energy levels are going to be 10 times Mm -hmm. lower than normal. 
And so it's like you're expected to be there nine to five, do your job like as if you would if you had a meal, you know, all of that stuff. But here, because I did work one Ramadan in the UAE, mm-hmm. it's like everybody's energy levels are super low. So like when you're not on your A game, mm-hmm, everybody, yeah. like they're understanding and also they cut down the hours too. So it's yeah, like exactly. instead of working eight hours, you're working six hours. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, even those six hours that you're at work, people don't really expect much from you. Yeah. They're just like oh we understand you're fasting yeah like yeah, yeah you're, the quality of your work isn't as good but it's fine you're fasting you know exactly. people understand everyone around you is fasting majority of the time mm-hmm. um, but yeah I would say that's the most difficult part of fasting in the uh, west like in a non-Muslim country yeah also, it's hard to, like, go to... For us, alhamdulillah, we live right next to a mosque. Mm-hmm. It's, like, right there. Literally, it's, like, a five-minute walk. Yeah. But it's kind of st- scary, like, walking to Tarawih, you know, 10 p.m. And, like, going to Tahajjud 1 a.m. When, yeah. you know... Because things are still happening, you know? Exactly. Here, it's, like, it's a good vibe because everyone's, like, collectively walking together to the masjid. And they're mm-hmm. walking together to for tahajjud or, or tarawih and all of that right mm-hmm, yeah exactly so i'll say like those are the main differences yeah and the weather the weather uh-huh. yes i mean recently mm-hmm. ramadan falls in summer like mm-hmm. summer beginning of summer recently it's been summer and it is hot like mm-hmm. you cannot stay outside for more than five minutes mm-hmm. so you get thirsty you you already have zero energy Mm -hmm. and on top of that like the sun blazing in your face it just Mm -hmm. does not help at all Mm -hmm. so i i feel like that is probably a plus over there oh because it's cooler it's cooler yeah might be easier it is it's that's very okay so i've been here but i haven't been out during the day you work so like you go out during the day so like you feel that you experience the heat yeah um but i can't imagine wallahi like like anika i'm lucky Because I go to my car. It's just walking from the car to the office. But then I'm lucky because I'm going by car. But people who use public transportation, people who need to walk to certain places, when fasting, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, Mm. may Allah be with them because it's... Yo, did I tell you about the story of how Hafsa... (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. It was pretty serious. (laughs) It was pretty serious. But basically, when Hafsa was in university, Mm -hmm. um, I remember she was taking a bus to university and this was in the uae she was standing in the heat it was like 10 a.m in the morning um it was summer and she fainted she literally fell on her face and she broke her jaw basically all i see is hoya calls me hoya's not in the house she calls me and she's like i'm in the hospital come when you can and i'm like what are you doing at the hospital because we were all sleeping when this happened right yeah so i'm like what are you doing in the hospital she's like yeah hafsa fell and broke her jaw i'm like what what? So we go over, this girl has to do a surgery, you know, fix her jaw, all no of that way. stuff. Because of how hot it was, and because of the fact that she was fast, fasting, like, fasting yeah. like all of that happened because she was fasting, and, and the heat, like, affected, you know, made her faint, and the next thing you know, her jaw's broken, and that's what happened. Yeah, it's she, that bad. Why? It's that, it's literally that bad. Like, if you're out walking around, 12, between the hours of 10 and 2 p.m., 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., you're done for. Yeah, just done for. Prepare yourself for. Prepare yourself. <laughs> but overall, like, the vibes in terms of working, yeah, and other than the weather, just working and people and, like, the vibes, going mm-hmm. to the masjid, blah, blah, all of that good stuff. Like, I think um, the UAE is definitely, like, Muslim countries are definitely better than yeah, non-Muslim countries. We're winning out here. Yeah. 
for good reasons. I mean, like I go to work. This is the first year where I'm working and fasting at the same time. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, zero productivity. <laughs> I, and the thing is, like people, I feel like it's everyone in the office, and it's expected. You just go, yeah. and all everyone's doing is talking about what they're gonna have for a flood. <laughs> like it's like, oh my god, that knafa this, apply if that, knafa, like oh the good stuff, and yeah. like all you do is. Zero productive. I mean, two hours makes such a difference. Yeah. It's usually eight hours, and then you work yeah. six hours now. Yeah. So it's like you don't feel the time, and then you just go home and sleep. And yeah. I don't know. It's good advice. And then the whole nighttime adhan, mm. like the fact that you could hear the adhan from the mm. masajid, like mm. from every corner, mm. and then everyone going together for what do you call it? Tahajjud and taraweeh. Mm-hmm. So pretty good vibe, but of course it makes a difference if you're with your family and. Like, oh my God, yes! Because right now you're not. I'm with you now. Like we're yeah. in Dubai, I'm staying over with Zanira here. Yeah. And like, your family's not here. It's just basically me and my brother. Yeah. So Allah, it's a difficult life. It's dead. Ramadan is dead this without year. family. Wallah, without family, it's without your dead. hoya, it's like, Wallahi, like. Is it really Ramadan? Is it really like <laughs> before hoya actually like cared about what we would have for school for thought over here? We're like cereal. Okay, I'll run out of cereal. <laughs> Let's go get some more cereal. You know what I mean? So like before, it's like hoya cares about your nutrition. Like, yeah. seen Maya, you can't eat that. You have to eat this, and like yeah. now it's just it's a struggle, man. And not just the food, like, yeah. having someone to go every day to taraweeh with and to hajj yeah. with, you know, now it's like, you're like, oh my God, I need to go get up and get dressed. Before it's yeah. like, get up, like, you know, we're going to go to taraweeh. And back when, like, yeah. Ikran and them were here, um, Ikran and them, Ikran, basically, my brother, like, everyone's gone. So, like, when they're all here, we did this thing where, you know how we would always want to finish a juz to just yeah. juz, right? So it was like, oh, what suit are you on? The competition like, The competition. Oh, I love that. So, like, because of the competition, like, you actually get very productive. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm on suit nisa. Yeah, I passed you, you know? Yeah. But now it's like, um, you just read, on like, you're basically on your own pace. And wherever you get, like, alhamdulillah, okay, yeah. I read that much, you're yeah. satisfied. But it's more motivating when you have other people other competing people, with you. Exactly. It's like a way to get that edge, you know? Yeah, to get, get it done. to the goal that you're to get trying to To get to the goal to, that you're yeah. trying to get to, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know, wallahi, like, I remember this Ramadan was one of the, like, the past two Ramadans, astaghfirullah, mm-hmm. were, like, the two Ramadans in a, in a couple of years where I spent it with my family. Before that, I was in university, I was away, or, like, I was out of the country, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't with my family. And it makes a huge, huge difference. Like, it really feels like it's Ramadan. Like, having your family around you mm-hmm. adds to that, like, Ramadan exactly. spirit. And it really does motivate you to, like, get things done. Mm-hmm. Because you have people that, like, constantly are, like, checking up on you. Like, like Hoya asking about, like, oh you know, this is not going to keep you, like, full halfway yeah. through the day. You're not going to have this for suhoor. Yeah. Okay, are you going to, you know what I mean? Not that we need, we're grown adults. Yeah, you know what I mean? We're I mean, grown adults. Strong, independent women. We're a strong, independent <laughs> women. It's good to just have someone that just checks in on you. It always, it's always, like, no matter how old you are, for yeah. sure, like, you yeah. always need, yeah. it's always good to have that person. Exactly. I would say Ramadan with family, always preferred over without. Always. Hundred and ten percent. Yeah, and the fact that Eid is coming, yeah. still no family. <laughs> like I'm just like thinking. Like, Wait, your hoy is not gonna be here. No, hoy is not gonna be here. It's just gonna be like me and my brother. Yeah. And like I'm just gonna have to drag him with me to the masjid. Mm-mm. Like, n- like I don't even know what we're gonna like. Cause 
from Eid is all about the masjid. Like mm-hmm. when you guys all dress up and everyone goes together to the masjid, mm-hmm. goes pray Salat al Eid mm-hmm. and come back. But now it's like, yo, I, I don't even know how I'm going to wake him up. Probably end up like, oh, <laughs> like, like, just stay up yeah. the night before. Yeah, yeah. Usually that's what we do. We stay up yeah. and we just drop dead when yeah. we come back. Yeah, no, I realize in Canada it's like a whole. Okay, you get up, you go to eat prayer, mm-hmm. you come back, you go for brunch, mm. you come back home. And for eat prayer, they're, like everybody has to wear that one abaya that they've been planning for all of Ramadan, yeah. that whole fit, you know? And yeah. while you're at the masjid, you have to make sure you take those fire blackout aid picks. Yes. And then yeah. it's like you go home or you go have brunch with the family yeah. and then you go back home and everybody knocks out for like five hours. Mm-hmm. And then you get up and then you just think about what you're going to do. Exactly. You spend a good two, three hours deciding what to do yeah. and then you go out, right? Like it's a yeah. whole... Rip- like I don't know why no one plans yeah. to, but like, to go places. It's always yeah. the day of your... You're like... Yeah, like Stressing over what to do. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but like that's the, the positive thing about like the West or non-Muslim countries because... Since you guys are, are a minority, you guys, yeah. like, have this whole community mm-hmm. where you guys go out when you guys go to the masjid for Salat al-Aid, like, mm-hmm. everyone, like, you go to your local mosque and everyone's saying salam to each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone sort of knows each other. Mm-hmm. So, you guys, there's this, like, vibe. Over here, it's, like, the entire, not country, but, like, most major, majority of the mm-hmm. people are going to the masjid. You don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. your neighbors. You don't know the people in the neighborhood. There's no, you don't have that sense community. of community, yeah. you know? So, we lack in that aspect like mm-hmm. where you guys it's pretty cool like you guys have like yeah. a lot of like the somali yeah like every time when we go to when we go to eat a lot it's a lot of hoya dragging me and being like oh did you say salam to this hubby do you yeah. know her she knew you when you were two years old and yeah. this hubby you know she's she was cleaning your diapers at five months like things like that like exactly. you'll have people that you've known for decades and that's what aid is about that's what aid is about and that's the vibes you get in canada and that's the good thing about like being muslim in the west in general like the sense of community that you have um that's definitely one of the positives it's funny because you'd think like if you go to a western country then you're gonna lose all of your deen if anything i feel like it makes you closer to the deen because you're so set on preserving your deen Mm -hmm. and making sure you don't lose it Mm -hmm. so like you focus on it right Mm -hmm. as opposed to when you live on in a muslim country it's like oh i'm surrounded by islam i don't need to you know focus too much on me practicing my religion because i hear that then every day that's enough yeah you know yeah yeah for sure Mm -hmm. like I feel like the people over there are much stronger mm-hmm. Islamically, mm-hmm. religiously. Like, like, subhanAllah, you have to go, like, you know, okay, right now it's Dhuhr or Maghrib or mm-hmm. Isha, mm-hmm. and then you, like, go ask someone, like, oh, is there somewhere to pray? Actually mm-hmm. pull out your sujada mm-hmm. and, like, pray in a corner, and, mm-hmm. like, that takes guts. It does. Why, like, it's actually... The thing is, like, in the beginning, it's very nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. But then with time, it's like, you don't even care. Like, it doesn't even phase you. You're like, yeah. okay, it's 2019. You don't know that Muslims pray like this. Why are you staring? Yeah. Like, excuse me. That's The thing that bothers me is, like, the stores. Because now it's become a trend where, like, stores will be like, oh, you're disturbing our customers. Mm. So you can't be praying here. Blah, blah, blah. Disturbing like, your customers? Yeah. Like, there have been... I don't know. Excuse- they're just like they're just like or company policy. You can't pray here. That's been happening a lot in Toronto. Say, like, yeah. pull up the company policy. Let yeah. me read it. No, he. This happened one time at an actual cafe, and when they asked him to bring out like, let's see your policy. Let's see where it yeah, says that people exactly. can't pray. He didn't. He couldn't because he made that shit up on the spot, right? So it's like 
Wallahi, it's a difficult time for Muslims. And like the whole thing that's happening with the shootings of Muslims, it's to the point where people, like during Ramadan, people are like, I'm talking with people that I know and like we're having discussions about it and people don't feel safe. Like mm. they actually don't feel safe yeah. going to the masjid to pray tarawih because they're actually scared someone will walk into the mosque yeah. and do something. I mean, it happened in New Zealand, but it also happened in Quebec. Like it was on a smaller scale, but it mm. happened. And people are like, okay, what? how do we know someone won't just come into the mosque and just do what happened, you know, yeah, 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 in exactly. these other countries? So it's a scary thing. It, it it's is. not an easy time to be a Muslim right now. Yeah. Wallahi, but alhamdulillah. Like, Love Allah. Exactly. No. Exactly. Everything happens. Exactly. We were really off topic. Let's get back to to the topic. I did it. Any like memorable Ramadan childhood or even adult experiences? Experiences? I don't know. Like when I think of Ramadan experiences, I think like usually mm-hmm. you'd hear people talking about Ramadan when they were a child and how mm-hmm. um they'd fast at a, such a young age. To be mm-hmm. honest, I started fasting grade five. And it was such an accomplishment. Everyone was mm-hmm. like, always like, Allah, go to my daughter. Like, you know, she fasted on a long 30 days. Yeah, what could your daughter do kind of thing, you know? <laughs> you know, when your hoy like, hype you. Yeah. So, like, now that you think about it, you have kids, seven, mm. six-year-olds fasting straight, full day. Look, like, yeah, I feel like nothing. that's child abuse. It is. Like, <laughs> but then the children want to, right? So, yeah. give them what they want. They want to, yeah. Then yeah. go for it. It's yeah. dangerous. Well, if you, it you is. can't handle it, just don't, you know? But Exactly. Like, so, so, you were you're in grade five when you started fasting. Yeah. Um, and then, that's it. Like, I was like, you know, that cool kid. All I remember about Ramadan is like, you... I never worked in Ramadan. It was always like either I had university exams or it was always exam season or I was at home. And then like my dad was always home and like mm-hmm. usually relatives come from abroad and mm-hmm. like to spend Ramadan here. So there's always that like family-ish, vibe-ish, mm-hmm. you know, going on. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't know. I, I don't have like anything crazy mm-hmm. that I remember. What about mm-hmm. you? Same, Wallahi, I think we're the, the the ones in our family that just have shitty, shitty memory. I mm-hmm. just think, our, I just remember, like, having a thought of the fam. I started fasting when I was in grade four. Um, before that, I used to do the typical half-day thing. Yeah. Where I'd think I was fasting, but I really wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, for me, the most memorable Ramadan uh, situation or memory mm-hmm. was this one time as a grown adult. This is as a grown, it was just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Super embarrassing. Super, super telling the story. I don't even know if I should tell the story. <laughs> you should let the listeners know. <laughs> no, well, like, it was actually so embarrassing. Um, it was a few years ago. Uh, this was when I used to go to university in a city. It was in the UAE, but it wasn't in the city my family was living in. Mm-hmm. It was in another city where I went to university. I was with some cousins. They were like, okay, we're going to go and we're going to pray tarawih. We're going to go pray tarawih. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you should stay home. And I was like, oh, why should I stay home? I'm coming with you guys. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, no, the mosque we're going to, the, the sheikh, the imam spends 30 minutes for two rak'ahs. It's actually draining, like it's too much. Mm-hmm. And at that point I was offended. I'm like, why are you guys writing me out? Why are yeah. you assuming that I won't be, I wouldn't be able to pray? Exactly. Like I was mad. I was like, I'm coming with you guys. Yeah. Um, they have this thing in their head where they think any 
Somali kid from the West is just like yeah. fragile and weak. They can't do and shit. They can't do shit. And they're like, you're not, you're not coming. Like you're yeah. not gonna be able to survive this. I was like, well, I'm gonna prove you guys wrong today. I'm coming with you, and mm-hmm. we will see what happens. Mm-hmm. So I go with them. Um, I'm standing next to my hubbyad and some random person next to me. We start praying. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was like the second set mm-hmm. or the third. At this point, we prayed for like I think we prayed four rakahs in like an hour or something like that. Yeah. And then um, towards I want to say towards the second, we're on the the third rakah or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or the astaghfirullah, we were on the two, four, Six. sixth rakah, yeah. and then. I started like seeing things like spots and I started getting like a headache and I was nauseous at the same time mm-hmm. and I'm swaying you know that thing you do with your feet when you're getting tired I was doing that mm-hmm. and I'm like why am I nauseous and then all of a sudden at a certain point I was like leaning on the hubby out of next my hubby out of next to me mm-hmm. and all I see is I drop to my oh. knees and then I literally fell on my face Wait, you and your sister have this thing with where we just drop drop on your face? Like, <laughs> it was terrible. It was so embarrassing. I didn't break anything, oh but God. like, it was so embarrassing. I fell. I was down for like a few seconds and then I woke up immediately and was so embarrassed. So I tried to get up. Yeah. And then while I was trying to get up, my hubby literally took my shoulder and pushed okay. me down. She's like, You're not getting you're, up. Yeah, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Sit down. Like, you're not getting up. Yeah. And then me, I tried multiple times to get up because I was just embarrassed at this point. I didn't yeah. want. I was trying to pretend like nothing happened and mm-hmm. I was trying to continue with my salon. And every time my aunt was pushing me down and I was like, you know what? Let me just sit here. This is embarrassing. They finished the salon. <laughs> She's like, I told you you shouldn't have come. Why oh did God. you come? Like, this is too much. Are you okay? Go sit in the back, blah, blah. I went and I sat at the back. It was the most embarrassing. Well, oh was just so, em- it was so embarrassing. Wow. And then at that point, I was like, I just blamed it on my anemia. I'm like, I didn't take my iron pills. <laughs> Blame my it on levels, <laughs> My levels were really low. I just, you know, that's that's what happened. I just find it weird that when you fell to the ground, mm. no one left their salah for you, man. Nobody left their <laughs> Like, they're like, let her, let her, like, get up. We'll just say salam alaikum. And, like, it's actually, I didn't think of that until you brought it up. Like, it's true. No one actually, like physically stopped their salat to try to see if weird. I had like, a what? pulse or anything. Yeah. No one cared. I think it, I feel like it's a, probably a norm at that mosque for people to drop. Well, <laughs> I believe that, Chef. What do you mean? A whole hour for like yeah. two, four, four guys? Like, but like it's known. So if you're going there, you need to be prepared. Wait, you what need to be hydrated. It? It's a mosque in Abu Dhabi. Oh, okay. Once the same thing happened to me in Ikran, mm-hmm. we went to Masjid the north mm-hmm. Like it's this really pretty mosque. Okay, so we're like, you know what, we're going to go... I don't know. I think it was to Hajjid, yeah. yeah. We're like, we're going to go pray to Hajjid in this, like, pretty mosque. And, yeah. you know, we were feeling very, like, Ramadan vibes. We're like, yes. So we'll go to the mosque. We don't know, like, usually people choose a mosque based on the sheikh that's, like... Yeah, the reciter. Yeah, the reciter. Yeah. So we just went because the mosque is pretty dope. So we went in, we start the salah, and this guy, mm-hmm. oh, my God, may Allah reward him, Jannah, for those. <laughs> <laughs> like... He's, he was, like, reciting and reciting and, inshallah, like, just going, like... And at this point, the first rak'ah maybe was, like, 20 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not even exaggerating. Once we, like, salam alaykum. I don't know if we even got yeah. to the salam alaykum part. Yeah. I, I don't even remember if we got to the salam alaykum. Me and the camera were like, let's leave. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we dipped because I feel like we prayed two rak'ahs yeah. worth... And, like, you, you you could finish the entire tahajjud prayer. Yeah. Well, wallahi, it was crazy, man. Oh, my God. No, but, like, it's... The thing is, um, 
they usually warn people. So if you go there, you need to know. Like you yeah, should know we that didn't this is gonna happen and be prepared. Yeah, 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 yeah. we just went like. Uh, <sighs> well, I stick to your local, local mosque. Now. Stick to your <laughs> local mosque and what you know. Yeah. And if you do want to go to a masjid where they spend hours and upon hours in tarawih and tahajjud, like, inshallah, yeah. at least be prepared, be hydrated, have your Gatorade next to you. Do what you gotta do. Like just Gatorade. Do what you gotta do. Get have your, your energy drink. Iron pills. Take your iron pills one yes. month in advance consecutively every single day. Be consistent. And then you can make it through that tahajjud and yeah. through that. The form of ibadah. So <laughs> do what you gotta do, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, that was sure. probably the most embarrassing um, Ramadan I'm sure story for me. people go like for every tarawih. Inshallah, they're mm. able to stand through all that. Like, I feel like if you're at least... The thing is, we're weak. If we were just at we regular... Are. Like, we don't work out. We don't do any of that. Yeah. But if we did, I feel like we'd be able to, like, And you know this. what? It's not just your physical state. It's mm-hmm. mentally. You will lose your mm-hmm. focus. Like, mm-hmm. they should really keep it to a normal, like, one page per rakah is pretty it's decent, good enough, you know? Because yeah. you need to keep your, what's the Arabic word? Khushu'a. Khushu'a. is so important. So important. Like, you want to listen to the recitation mm-hmm. and understand it and think about the meaning and really feel it. Mm-hmm. But once it just keeps going, mm-hmm. you'll really start losing like, mm-hmm. focus completely. But then being able to focus for like very long, 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 long recitation yeah. is in itself a form of like, I feel like that's for sure. Yeah, you know? yeah, if yeah. you're able to do that. MashaAllah, that's there are people right out there. there that are able to do that. Yeah. I feel like that's very rare, but um, may Allah make us one of those people one I day. Mean. I mean, I mean, I mean. I have another story, but I feel like this is embarrassing for the person, for another person Okay. that I was interacting with in this story. Yeah. So basically, I remember one summer, one summer I was outside of the country, I was doing an internship in another country, mm-hmm. and I was with a friend of mine, um our cycles matched up whatever we both weren't fasting at the same time mm-hmm. and we were out and about like eating food it wasn't a muslim country mm-hmm. i mean even if it was a muslim country we would probably eat food some parts mm-hmm. of the world in some muslim countries it's illegal to eat food mm-hmm. um during ramadan yeah luckily we weren't in a muslim country we were in a non-muslim yeah. one so we we're eating and whatever and then some guy comes up to us and he's like we're wearing hijabs right he's like how what's wrong with you guys are you guys not muslim what why are you not fasting like wow. at a certain point like he was super passionate about i don't know why he was very passionate about calling us out yeah it's like how are you not muslimin he started talking to us in arabic i don't yeah. speak arabic but the girl that was with me did and she's responding to him in arabic too she's like i don't understand like how is it your business like yeah exactly. what does it have to do with you like do you even like she didn't even know how to approach the situation because clearly this guy was not educated yeah about like, yeah. you know, how women sometimes don't fast exactly. for certain reasons. And he just kept going on. Like, he was yelling at a certain point. He's like, like, you're Muslims. You have to show that Muslims are this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then her, like, I was struggling to follow with the conversation because he was mm-hmm. speaking a, a certain lahja or a certain, like, dialect of Arabic mm-hmm. that I don't understand properly. Yeah. Like, it was, like, Maghribi oh, Arabic. Yeah, that's like... So I literally was... It was hard for me to follow, so I didn't even know half the things that were going on. Mm-hmm. And she, like, her way of responding to him was, like, 
we're traveling. That's why we're not fasting. I mean, mm. clearly that's not the reason why we're not yeah, fasting. But like, but like that was her go-to. Exactly. If I had known what the conversation, what was going on, yeah. I would have been like, listen, do you not know that women don't fast during that time of the month? Like, yeah. did your parents not teach you? Do you not have How sisters? Do you, you not have a mother? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And and so we had, that was probably the most, I want to say it was embarrassing for the guy because like, really? You're a grown person. Yeah. You're a grown man. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Like, what's going on? It's very rare here, though. Here, mm. it's like, oh my, you know, like, if you go to a food court, mm. they cover it. I don't know if you've seen it in the malls here. How did they cover the whole food court? They cover the whole food with those partition things. Are you serious? Well, I. And then can but, women go to eat there, Muslim Let women? me tell you. So, at the entrance, if you want to enter the food court, mm. it says um, non-Muslims and children only. I'm dead. I was going to the food court yeah. and the security guy was like staring at me and I was like, what, is he going to stop me? Did you go? Like, I went in, yeah. but he didn't say anything, but he was like looking at me so confused, like, like what did you do? okay, I, I didn't say anything, <laughs> I just walked in and legit, I went in and I noticed like there were no Muslims in there yeah. and they were like all non-Muslims and kids yeah. and I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to order my food. And sit down and eat. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, hungry. I could eat. That's the Why not? Like, over here, it's, like, very hush-hush. Like, mm. like no, you can't eat uh, in public and mm. stuff like that. Mm. I don't mm. know. I find that a little weird. Like, I don't hide it, to be honest. Like, I just... If I'm not fasting, I'm not fasting. Period. Yeah. That's all. That, that's what's going to happen. Exactly. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's end the, It's actually getting super, super late. This girl, I don't know why you're up. It's 5.20 a.m. And you have to be at work... <laughs> 10 a.m. No, I actually have to be at work 8 a.m. I just go at 10 a.m. <laughs> Listen, that's a whole other thing to get into. So we're going to leave. Um, yeah. yeah, inshallah, subscribe. Uh, do we say subscribe? No, we don't. You don't subscribe. You do subscribe. Okay, Podcast do. app. Oh, okay. Right? But we never subscribe. say subscribe. Oh, we you say, just say, follow assalamu us. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> I feel like Hafsa always does like uh, she does the, the outro. outro she was, if you want to add to this conversation, that's what she says. Yeah, subscribe below. No, no, that's comment. Wrong show. <laughs> wrong <laughs> show. Is that YouTube or something? That's YouTube. At this point, we're just rambling. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Comment below if you have anything to add to this episode. <laughs> I forgot what else I wanted to add. Make sure, oh yeah, this is, make sure to follow all of our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, um, Curious Cat at Abuan Podcast. Um, if you want to add to this conversation, you know what, add us on Twitter. Or if you want to be anonymous, uh, message us on Curious Cat, which we recently fixed because the settings were off, but now they're, they're no longer trash. off. Excuse me. I'm joking. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to um, someone that we know from from Abu Huraira who actually told us about our curious cat settings and said Jazakallah. she's Jazakallah, Jazakallah Khairan. Is it a... Jazakallah? It's a gabar. Okay. Jazakallah. It's the same for both. No. <laughs> Jazakallah Khairan is male. Okay. Yeah. You, there's a kasra after the cat. For Jazakallah? Female. That sounds very awkward. Are you sure? I think so. I hope so. (laughs) Hey Siri. How do you say may Allah reward you in Arabic for a female? If she answers this, um in Arabic, may Allah reward you as (laughs) Faluka (laughs) fiikallah. The fact that you asked Siri, okay. 
I'm just questioning <laughs> you as a person. Well, I like instead of going to Google and typing, she asked. She like asked you like, "Hey Siri." I'll be like, "Hey Siri, what's one plus one?" What's no? I'll be like, "What do I usually ask Siri?" Anything like I ask her. Hey a Siri, question? what time is it? Instead of exactly, exactly, it's five twenty six a.m. Damn. Hey Siri, what time is it in Toronto? That's what I usually do. Yeah, and then in Toronto, Canada, clock. it's yeah. nine twenty six p.m. Yeah. So basically, I just I use it for everything though. Like if I don't have to type, mm. I'll do that. Obviously. Yo, if it's nine twenty six p.m. for them, mm-hmm. it's like tarawih time, right? Tarawih. Yeah. So like, let's say like tonight was twenty three. Tarawih is like tenish in in Toronto, but yeah. yeah. Tonight, tonight is twenty three, right? Yeah. So it could or could not have been Layla al Qadr. But if we feel the vibe, we can like tell them. Tell them across the sea, right? Yeah. That's so true. Like, I don't feel like today was Tarawih. I don't feel like was, today. Um, yeah, I didn't feel Yo, like I'm so tired. I said, <laughs> I don't feel like today was Tarawih. I don't feel like today was Layla al Qadr. Yeah. Because. But we'll like let you know. If you guys are like we'll let you guys know North in advance. America. Yeah. Yo, Australians could tell us. Australians, they don't do their job. Like, they need to tell us. Yeah. They, Anyways, solve. we should really end this because at this point we're making no sense. I know we make zero Please, sense right um, now. Feel free to ignore our gibberish and yes. our nonsense. Yes. Just block, 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 No, please don't block them because of me. <laughs> Okay, don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias um, at A Bond Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Curious Cat. Message us at us if you want to add to this conversation. And also, if you want to be anonymous, Curious Cat, Curious Cat, Curious, Curious Cat, us. <laughs> um, our settings are now fixed, and so previously known as Ask FM. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yo, the Ask FM days. Were crazy they were like if you wanted to know about a person or even know their personality in general mm-hmm. like see if they had any red flags you would go to ask, ask fm a, right because like if you scroll down like low enough you'd, you'd find yeah you'd find Some answers on them. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but anyways we keep sidetracking yeah salam alaikum guys talk to you when we talk to you salam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh please wa remember it's the last 10 days of ramadan i hope yes. you guys all take full advantage of it may Allah reward you all for all your fast all your dhik all your prayers Mm -hmm. may Allah accept them all I mean I mean I mean salam alaikum salam alaikum